Hello and welcome to Messy to Magnetic. My name is Katie Almstrom and I am a money mentor and financial coach for women entrepreneurs. And this is the podcast where you get to follow me and one of my clients behind the scenes during our coaching sessions for six whole months. It is my hope that you're able to take the lessons and transformations in this podcast and apply them to your own business, money, and life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as we go from messy to magnetic. Hey everyone, welcome to our final recorded session of season two. This is a debrief with Brooke. So you get to hear Brooke's perspective of this whole process, the journey of not only being financially coached, but having all of this aired (laughs) publicly and shared on the podcast. So I hope you will listen in and just appreciate Brooke as much as I do for sharing her journey, sharing her story, sharing her challenges and her celebrations, and just this messy six months that is, not her messy six months necessarily, but I mean, hello, messy to magnetic, like entrepreneurship is messy. And even after six months of work, no matter who you are, like there's still messiness in this life that we've chosen. And I just absolutely appreciate her willingness to be open and vulnerable and raw and honest and willing to share with all of us. So again, enjoy and thank you so much for supporting us and following along throughout the last six months. The the purpose of the debrief, and I've I've done this well one other time now with um my my first guest on that podcast is really just for us to talk about the process, like talk about what we've done. So we've spent six months working together, recording it for the podcast, and I think it would just be really interesting to hear your perspective about what that was like, um, the the coaching process, the recording for the podcast process, and kind of some takeaways and things from that. So okay. that's where I want to go with this. So I think what I would love for you to start with is really just kind of reflect on your your journey, right, over the last six months, but really like what was it like to be coached publicly and just sort of what your experience was like doing that. So to be coached in finances and especially publicly <laughs> was very interesting because I am tend to be an open book and really don't have a whole lot to hide. But anything that wasn't that I was experiencing that wasn't coming out like in a relationship that I had not been very clear about or direct about was going to get, was going to become exposed. Right. So it really highlighted the areas that I did have conflict, whether I knew it or not, Mm. it highlighted the places that were more emotional. It just heightened the awareness of everything. 
Um, I did not refrain or hold back that I know of, of anything, maybe names or something, but not about the situation, knowing that I didn't want to, but it was definitely made a much more aware, made me much more aware of where I wasn't like lining up. Um, so that was one thing about co being coached publicly. Um, I do believe that there's me, there's a lot of me's out there and there are some of me's that won't, that people who are just so different, they couldn't even listen, you know, but, um, <laughs> but there are some people out there that are just really need to work through emotionally more than like more than anything else. And I feel like that's kind of how I work through things and, um, is visionary and emotionally, like what's the reason and, and but not how, like the hows and the specifics of doing it is not where I really show up. Um, so <clears throat> having said that, I will say that being grounded in the numbers and having that accountability to be grounded in the numbers really rewrote my story on, on what that means. And it really rewrote, it like changed them, um, you know, went to so far as saying, well, it makes me feel weird or bad if I'm constantly checking on it and the abundance doesn't flow when I'm that way. So I just didn't do it. I went so far the other direction that getting grounded in it actually made it a really fun game using the tools that I already have where I am in my life. Like, how do you get grounded in it and get find the fun in something that you don't find fun? Well, you get grounded in it and see where you're going with it and and, um, and, and, and then that can become fun. Right. And that's, and that is what happens. And it, I still find it extremely ironic. I don't know if that's the right word that in the beginning, but when we first met, I thought our sessions were going to be about what to do with all this extra money, but then it quickly, by the time we started recording, things had started changing so much in my life. And it just continued down that way. So you were like here during a really different time for me. Mm -hmm. So then to publicly share that even, because I didn't think that where I am in my, and I understand things are like a spiral. I don't, I didn't go backwards or anything, but I did not think I would be experiencing the things I was experiencing during these last six months, this far along in the, my business game. Right. And having the successes I've had in the last several years. So, um, so that was also very like a vulnerable, but also very like, I'm glad you were here. And the reason why is because you kept holding me accountable and, and just knowing that I was going to have to show up and look at it and understand it. And, and, and the flow, like when I thought about the, like, I got to meet Katie or when I thought about what I'm doing financially or where have I come from and how much have I grown? It's the, the, the giving the money, the job and having the flow for the money to come in was, is bigger than just that statement. Right. Yeah. So when I'd get caught up on something, I would remember that when I would think of what's happening next, I would remember that. So there was a lot of, um, a lot of, um, Breathe for a second. <laughs> and listeners kind of missed, like before we started recording, we did a pretty significant update just on what a heavy, busy, chaotic month um, you've had. So, yes. 
this is <laughs> this is built up not not just from this one question I've asked you, <laughs> but from a longer conversation that um, everyone's joining us sort of in the middle of. So yes, yes, yes. Um. So so that's it's been it's been really healthy for me to do this. It's been extremely healthy for me to get grounded in numbers, to look at spreadsheets, to hold accountable, to and. I'm noticing now that money is flowing back. My impulse was to start paying everything. Pay, 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 pay. It's like I wanted it out of the account because I wanted to like have accomplished it, right? And then I stopped. Even last night, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> let's just sit here for a second yeah. and let's have a plan. <laughs> I'm like, who, me? I just said I love that. that loud. I was like, no, that was Katie inside of me who said that. <laughs> You know, so um, I, I want to touch on that for a second. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious if you agree or disagree with this statement and there's no right or wrong answer, but I'm just curious how you feel about, about it right now. Um, I have to be good with numbers in order to be good with money. No, I disagree. And I think what you just said a moment ago illustrates that, that feeling of, the money's in the account. I got to clear everything. I got everything. Like so many of us take that kind of action without stopping, pausing, breathing, thinking it through, holding money for a moment, strategizing. None of that has to do with numbers, right? It's allowing ourselves a second to be thoughtful about how we're directing our money next taking the time to connect with it and really allow it to serve us and not the other way around. Yes. Um, I would so agree with that. And I'm, and I'm proud that I did stop and recognize it. And that's because of the work we've done here in the last six months. I'm, I'm pretty sure if I hadn't have had this experience my impulse would be just to start going paying off credit credit cards when I don't even have my bills covered. Yeah, yeah. So I'd just be using them again, you know? Right. So that was, um, yeah. That, right, was, well, that, that was, that was, that was, that's been a lot. That's, that's good. Um, another thing that's working with you has been that's taught me um and what it's woke me up to is how much i live my life by the law of life um like the law of um flow and ease and what i want and what i like and all that um and what i would consider pretty far along in my journey and at the same time with the money aspect, I thought I understood it because that's how I got my money. But the shifts, there were some massive shifts and awakenings and awareness that came through really look at like being grounded in it that did need to change, that did need to shift, that needed to be tweaked. Um, So it wasn't like, I I wouldn't have thought I would have learned much about the mindset. I would have thought I already had the mindset. It was more about what to do with it, mm-hmm. but it, in, but it really, it did become much, much, much about the mindset and the vision and the way I looked at it while staying grounded in it. Yeah. And I think you've mastered 
making money, but there's a very significant difference between making money and having money, Mm -hmm. making money and growing money, making money and directing money. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean, just the, there's, there's a a very different skill set. Um, and it's not to say you haven't saved money before you have, but really looking at, you know, not long-term savings of any sort. Exactly. Exactly. So that was kind of, it was was more the, because we didn't work a whole lot on your, your money-making skills at all. Um, it had to do with strategizing the money that you have. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's where the mindset piece, I think, yeah, came through the most. What would be your, over the last six months, sort of the biggest moment of celebration and then the biggest challenge? The biggest challenge was there it's, I I don't know which one's bigger. So I want to give you two. One was using a spreadsheet. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I never did. I still haven't really. Wait, are we close. using a spreadsheet? <laughs> well, I was using, right. Well, just to try to use a spreadsheet. I don't think we got really got there. Now I've always put it in a line, just like a basic mathematical line note. You know, I've always used it for that just so I can hit some and enter and know when it's going to come across. But um, that's been a challenge. The other biggest challenge has been um, because given this time period we've worked at, to really, um, to really know, uh, okay, let me, let me take a breath for a second. Cause I had it in my head, um, to stay focused on it. Like that, that was a challenge. Um, if we met every two weeks, right. Uh, pretty much. So like to stay as that was about the time my mind wanted to go away from it. Mm-hmm. It was always that second week when I couldn't remember what I did the week before because I'd leave our calls like clear in my direction and clear about my mindset. And but by the second week, so it was like a muscle to be worked. Um, uh, so that was a that was the probably the biggest challenge is to stay in it. Mm-hmm. And what about celebrations? Celebration um, that I did. <laughs> That I did stay in it. Totally. It's both, isn't it? Let's yeah. celebrate you staying in the challenge. Yes. <laughs> and I made some pretty hefty challenges. And I was like, I would have loved to have updated my numbers before I got on the call. But I am very on target. I know that I'm not far away from meeting my hefty goal by the end of the year. You know, um, yeah. I think it was like going from not covering my monthly bills to like 34,000 in three months, three or four months from September through December or something. And I'm, I know, I think I'm 12,000. I don't know. I I don't remember, but I, I know that I, I am close and I liked that challenge and I liked that goal and stating it. And, um, and I'm like, look, Brooke, all this that you've went through all the journey and you're right where you had planned to be. I mean, so far as when we made the plan, you know, yeah, I mean, you had the three month. Um, it must have been a little after we started working together that you s- basically wanted to get a month ahead for three months in a row. Essentially, I mean, it was yeah, it was um, June, July, August. I think. I think so. We yeah, kind of did that. Twenty one thousand dollars. Yeah, and you hit that, mm-hmm. right? I mean, so 
it, it's really interesting when you look at, again, the numbers, whatever goal you set out, you hit. Um, but there was so much change and um, turmoil, for lack of a better term, just in the business itself, as you really continue to peel back the layers and look at what do I want to do. And so this, this like six month period was a lot of that, as I've alluded to it throughout the season, the messy middle mm-hmm. of like, I've started making these changes, but I'm still in the middle of, you know, some of the old stuff. And even throughout the season, things like contracts and boundaries and, um, you know, different things like that. It's like those even started fresh. And so you're in the messy middle of some new changes. So um, I I don't know if I don't know if you were ever in turmoil, (laughs) but it can feel it can feel like it. The last, yeah, I felt that. And so I think that's one of the reasons why it can be really important to check in with the numbers from time to time to say, I'm actually on track and I'm doing what I say I want to do. So what else do I want to say I want to do? Because when I say I want to do something, I do it. So is this actually the thing I want to be doing, what I'm saying? You know, Mm -hmm. and so having that checkpoint, the, the literal physical, like these are the numbers and they are what we said we were going for um, can be so helpful as, as evidence, as proof that, you know, I, I do what I say I want to do. And you reminded me of a thought that I had like a week ago, and then I haven't done anything about it since, which was, if I could do this for bringing in money, well, I'm, I want to, I want to say that I'm going to have this much money for my savings. Cause I mean, it's, you know, cause I'm, I'm committed to it. Like I could just play with that. I, I'm good at saying it for covering my butt. <laughs> so why not am I going to, you know, and um, so I thought, gosh, I'm, you know what, I want to go ahead and, ha-. and the other next thing that came to me is I want to have this much money towards a vacation in a house. And like, it, I started having those thoughts that day. I'm like, I need to just go ahead and just clarify, but I didn't do anything about it. And I didn't get into that, into that feeling tone or anything, but I, that reminded I think me. that I think that's a a perfect next step because, I mean, like we've seen, you know how to make money. I know how to get things and I can cover myself. So mm-hmm. let's and I and in the past I've definitely made more money than covering myself, but I know what to do with it, so I just spent it. And then now it's like, okay, so now you know where you want to go with it. You've got these skills, you've got the tools, you're gra- you're more grounded into it. So now let's play a little bit bigger with it. Yeah, totally, totally. Okay, beautiful. Um, and then. The last question, actually, I have two more questions. So the first one is, how do you feel about your business right now and what's next? I had this question. question. I know we just kind of talked through this and, but, but I think it would be, I I think it would be really helpful. It'd be really helpful for I think you're right. There's so many women out there who make themselves wrong for wanting to pivot, shift, change anything in their business and to normalize that like kick-ass entrepreneurs like you who have been doing this for decades and have had massive success. Like it's okay to follow intuitions and new nudges and 
So I just think it would be so permission giving. No, thank you. I just told a friend, like I was getting off the phone to walk in this building to get on this call, that what's next for me is I'm ready to own my powers. Like I'm t- instead of spreading myself and being good at a little bit of everything, I'm ready to own what I'm really good at because I'm seeing more and more all the time what I'm really, really good at. And I just want to own that and step into that area and stay there because um, I think that I've, I've never questioned myself that I was good at it. I always knew I knew I never doubted what I knew was right, ever doubted it. But what I didn't do was I didn't allow myself to keep talking about it. I didn't allow myself to keep voicing it and pushing with it. Um, I just never quit doubting it. And so, and, and this is, you know, and it's a bigger level of things. It's, it's where I, it's, it's um, what I see for the world and it's, and then how people are and how it's unfolding. And it, and, and time and time and time and time again, I, I end up being right about that. And, but I stopped talking about it because for two or three or four or five or six years, people are like, mm-hmm, yeah, they, they can't get it. And mm-hmm. so now it's like to show up in what I'm good at and what does that look like and how to stay there in my lane right there. Um, and I feel like I could be really powerful there because um, I am and I need to be okay with admitting that. So, um, and, and I see that, I see that. That's what, that's what I see. Um, I see that I'm not going to do things that aren't totally fulfilling, which I'd already been there, but the money thing just allowed me to bring in some more stuff. And I got real clear this month. (laughs) I got real clear, real clear. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I can say no. Um, I don't know. I really, I really feel like this whole year was about me going to a really next level stuff next year. I feel like I, it, it was a longer period than what I thought, um, but that's okay. I mean, it's still unfolding right now. Like now all the emotions of the entire year are like spewing out of me, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. I'm even starting to cry just saying it. Um, but I, it, it, I can't help but to say, I know, I, I keep seeing, I keep seeing 250, 250, 250, like that's my next range. A very easy, simple range. And I know, and, and I know, I know, I know that I am going to be a a, a massive business owner. And when I, and it's not because of the money, it's because I know how I affect and impact this world, you know? So I'm just going to own that. That's (laughs) That's right. I love it. Well, I think that leads us to like the perfect last question then. And that is what do you think every entrepreneur needs to hear right now? To find your passion and stay there. Do what do what you love and don't stray. Yeah. And I think you've been a perfect example of like the money doesn't matter. Um, yeah. if you're not doing your passion, right? Um right. and when you can really build the thing that you love, right? Um, Not only is the money easier to bring in, but it's also easier to hold. Um, And that's going to be your next, I mean, that's your next step. That's your, that's your future. That's what's coming. And 
I'm so excited just to see how everything unfolds. Yes. And that was a beautiful way to end. At the same time, I can't help but to add one more thing to that, which is even if you love helping people to know how you love, like, it's not just about, well, I like helping people, right? Like it, it extends from there. It's like, okay, well, I'm helping people and I like helping people. So the money's good. It needs to go to, how do you want to show up? And where, how do you want to help people? And what does that look like for you? You know, um, it's no longer enough for me just to help people. Uh, yeah, the business needs to serve your clients and you. Right, right. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, this was really, really fun to record. I s- appreciate you so much for doing this work with me. I know neither of us knew what to expect when we started. It was kind of like, oh, this will be a fun project that we can do together. And I've just absolutely adored like the time with you, getting to know you, doing this work together. And I just can't tell you how much I appreciate you agreeing to do this because without a a client on the podcast, I don't have a podcast. (laughs) So I just, I really appreciate your commitment and showing up and being vulnerable and teaching, teaching me new things about the messiness of entrepreneurship. And so I've, I've learned on this journey right along with you. So I really appreciate all of that. Well, thank you. And I want to say that I have became a Katie Armstrong fan by far, like I'm (laughs) Rider's eye girl right here. Cause um, you've, you've blown my mind and you've really rocked my world and um, it was perfect timing. And I'm so glad to have gotten to know you and who you are and how you show up because it really has blown my mind. Like I would, I would, I want to be on a pedestal with the amplifier talking about <laughs> Katie Armstrong. So um, if anybody you wants to you can just send them my way and I will definitely tell them all that you've done for me. So I really appreciate it. You kind of are on a microphone right now. So <laughs> that's right. It's really call nice. Katie. Call Katie. That's really nice. Thank you. Thank what you. What is it? Call Saul. We need to call Katie. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. All right. And uh, no matter what you think you already know, you're going to be there to, to help take that you. to the next level. You got that a gift. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. All thank right. You. Well, let's, I'm going to wrap up our, um, our recording here. So thank you. Thank you again, all the listeners, of course, for following us and we'll be back very soon. Thank you for listening to Messy to Magnetic. I am so grateful for you being here. Please let me know how you liked the podcast by leaving a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a coaching session away to as a big thank you. Please share this podcast with a woman entrepreneur in your life who would love it.